0: Well, we're looking at extreme weather today in the central U.S., widespread damaging winds. And those damaging winds have nothing to do with severe weather, although there will be, once again, another outbreak today. We're also talking about another storm coming into the west. What a week we've had. Short-term pain, long-term gain, I'll explain. And we're still cooking up possible snow across the Midwest Northeast late next week. It's a low probability, but it's not zero. You're listening to Weather Insider for December 15th, Wednesday. Meteorologist Bernie Reno, Jessica Pash under the weather. So you have me solo today. Let's talk about extreme weather. You've got this energy. This is the storm that came into the western United States, into the California and produced feet of snow. More on that in a second. But that is now pulling away from the Colorado Front Range. Tremendous winds in eastern Colorado. Lamar, Colorado, I think over 100-mile-per-hour wind gusts. And that is not in the mountains. It is not wind that is funneling through the passes. This is out on the plains 100 miles an hour. That dip in the jet stream, that trough, is going to be lifting to the northeast as we move through this afternoon. On the southern side of that, you're going to have widespread damaging winds. And I'm talking gusts of at least uh, 50 miles per hour, at least 50. Anywhere from the Texas panhandle, I don't know, Amarillo to Madison, Wisconsin. In fact, it may go into the upper UP, let's say, toward uh, Sault Ste. Marie. Think about that. That's at least 50 miles per hour. And there's going to be an area across Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, uh, and in the western Wisconsin, where you're going to have wind gusts up over 60 or even 70 miles per hour. So that's when I say widespread damaging winds. That's what I mean. There's going to be lots of damage today in the central United States. Power outages as well. Now... It's sometimes hard to, you know, it's hard to predict power outages, but certainly the winds are going to be strong enough for widespread power outages and also widespread wind damage to houses, to trees, to outbuildings, problems. Now, this upper low, as it comes north and east, it's also like a heat pump. It's taking all this air and ramming it northward. So in cities like Omaha, Des Moines, Kansas City... Um, you know, even Madison, Wisconsin in this area, it's December 15th. It'll feel more like May 15th. So you're getting a true taste of spring today. Now, what happens in spring? Severe weather. This upper low as it comes on out is going to have enough warmth it has, sure, it has all the energy and then some. The only limiting factor and what may save us as far as having a slew of tornadoes is that there's not a lot of low-level low moisture, not a lot, but it's enough that you're going to get a skinny squall line that gets going in north-central Kansas and southeastern Nebraska by mid-afternoon, mid to late afternoon, and then that's going to plow northward. It's a very skinny squall line. It may, be, may not be more than, I don't know, 20 miles in width. Um, the length will be long, but it will be a skinny, skinny squall line. Now, you already have the wind-damaging winds even without that squall line, so the winds are only going to be you know, just as strong. So that's going to produce wind damage today. There's no question about it within those thunderstorm lines. But I'm, you don't need the thunderstorms for wind damage. You're already going to get it. So you have a skinny squall line embedded in an area where you're already going to damaging winds. And then that area plows northeast. So the risk for damaging winds within that thunderstorm area, uh, line of thunderstorms, is high. Cities like Madison, Rochester, Des Moines, Dubuque, Cedar Rapids, even down toward Kansas City, Omaha by mid to late afternoon. Um, you're going to have wind damage anyway, but with those thunderstorms, you're going to have wind damage with that as well. Also, while it is going to be a linear or a line of thunderstorms, the, since the trough goes negatively tilted, you tend to get more directional shear with negatively tilted troughs. So I, I, I think you're going to have tornadoes with this. Now, I don't think it's dozens of tornadoes that we had Friday night, I think there's a, a handful of tornadoes with this. I am concerned, though, that, that that negatively tilted drop bothers me, that you can have more than that, but there's just not a lot of low-level moisture, but I think it's enough. Then that plows north and east. So, I mean, there is widespread damage today just from the winds, and then you put the thunderstorms within that area. So the area to watch for is southeastern Nebraska, central and eastern Iowa, Western, southwestern Wisconsin, southeastern Minnesota. That's an area to watch. Um, Storm in the west, short-term pain, major travel delays yesterday across I-5, I-80 through Donner Summit, we had all of the flooding in Central California, also Southern California flooding yesterday. So they ended up, I think the the total storm, the storm total in Los Angeles was 2.19, I think, 2.19. The daily rainfall was either 2.16 or 2.14, I can't remember, but that, that shattered the record which I think for the daily rainfall with 0.96 back in 1888, they shattered that. And it was the wettest day that we've seen in, in Southern California since, I think, January 2nd of 2017, when they had, I think, 2.76. And this was uh, 1 point, I think it was 1.26. No, 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 2 point, huh, I'm getting my numbers, I'm all confused. Two, I think it was 2.16 yesterday, 2.19 total. Uh, San Francisco had over four inches of rain. San Francisco, so far, this is an incredible stat. San Francisco has had over, uh, it's somewhere around 11.3 or 11.4 inches of rain so far this water season. Now, the way California does this, they have a water season which begins October 1st and ends September 30th right? So October 1st to September 30th. So the new water year for 21, 2021 and 2022 started in October. They've already had more rainfall this water season than they did all of last. They could not have a drop of rain for the rest of the season in San Francisco, and it won't be a top 10 dry year. Now we need more. We're going to get more. We have another storm coming this afternoon, another half inch to an inch of rain in Los Angeles. I mean, in in San Francisco, this will likely put them over 15 inches of rain for the water year. Um, Did I say that? Was it 11? Yes, no, it'll put them over 12 inches. They've had over 11. This will probably put them over 12 inches. All these numbers are running in my head. Um, There was anywhere from four to six feet of snow up above 7,000 feet in the Sierra. If you get a chance, go to my Twitter account and, and, and scroll through my tweets. I have a before and after picture in the Sierra, the snowpack before, which was taken on Friday, and then this morning. Now, they're going to get another one to three, two to three feet of snow. This is a colder storm, but it has less moisture. But uh, I, I do think um, there's going to be major travel delays, I-5 through Shasta County, uh, heading north in the northern California through the Siskiyous and the northern and central Sierra anywhere from one to four feet of snow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to thump. Then it's gone. Then we have a little bit of a break, but it looks like we have another wet pattern coming uh, Sunday in the most of next week, which means more flooding, more travel delays. But uh, unfortunately, and I say this all the time, the way you end droughts in California is how, can Floods. That's the way it works. It's like, a, it's like your outdoor spigot. In California, it's either off and you don't have a drop of rain or it's on full blast and you can't get it to stop. Well, the spigot's on. Now, the Northeast, no sign of winter, but some signs. Some signs. This cold front that's coming into the Midwest comes into the Northeast. Friday, you get a fresh injection of cold air. It's not Arctic air, but it's cold enough for snow. And then you get a little piece of energy coming, coming east. All right a piece of this energy that's coming the trough coming into the west today, piece of that comes east, you're going to get a wave to go across southern Pennsylvania. I think we have a few to several inches of snow. It'll be northern New England where you have the fresh injection of cold air. It'll be north of the New York State Thruway. This is not coming to the I-95 corridor. I don't even think it's Boston. I think it's in Vermont, New Hampshire and Maine, several inches of snow. Then then that goes by. We'll watch another system, state of the south, Not probably not too much Tuesday and Wednesday. You get another little, and then you, you, what happens is, is because the trough goes off the west coast and it kind of retrogrades a little bit, you have a split flow. We have a northern branch energy dipping south Wednesday into Thursday, and you have a southern branch meeting it. And when you get a split flow That The northern branch has the cold air, the southern branch has the storm, and if they can merge properly, you can get a storm. Now, I've been burned by this pattern all fall. I've been waiting. I've been mongering for snow. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming because we're due. I think the probability is low on this because you don't have the injection of cold air before the storm. However, it's not zero. And if there would be something, it would be Christmas Eve. Little... Add to the little festive mood. So uh, that's what I'm cooking up. Now, obviously, I don't necessarily want that to happen because I know there's lots of people traveling. I don't want travel delays. I don't want problems. But for those of you that want a white Christmas, all hope is not lost yet from the Midwest toward the Northeast. Now, obviously, it would be more likely New England than it would be Mid-Atlantic. But I'm going to keep an eye on it. Make sure you download the AccuWeather app. You're going to need it. You're going to need the way to get all these watches and warnings tonight, especially the warnings. You want to stay tuned to the AccuWeather Network, uh, which, by the way, you can watch that on AccuWeather.com. Now, we have a link to the AccuWeather Network. You could watch that and um, throughout the day today. It's live. It's a live feed. So we can watch. You can watch that. Also, make sure you have the AccuWeather app downloaded, and uh, we'll keep you updated. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at Accuraino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Planning for your next trip?